Midwest Vibes. We are your hosts, McKenna and Annie. Oh, I'm so excited to be back. Mm-hmm. It's been a hot second. Well, yeah, it's been like a week mm-hmm. since we last recorded. Mm-hmm. And um, lots has happened. A lot has happened. Well, that's how you go first with your life updates. Okay. So, my grandma actually passed away this past week. <gasps> oh my gosh, I didn't know. It's, I know, it's, I didn't post about it really or anything, but... She has been struggling for, like, a long time. Wait, like, this is your mom's mom or your... My dad's mom. Okay. Like, a, probably since I was born, she's, like, struggled with her health. Mm. So, I thought she was going to pass away, like, three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, like, called off work and everything because I thought it was going to be that day. And then she just kept on living. So, we were like, okay. But this past week, she finally passed... And it was sad, but I'm also happy that she's in a better place. I think I'm just more sad for my grandpa because it's like you have to be alone, which kind of mm-hmm. that stinks when you've been married for, I think, 50 plus years. Oh, that's such a long time. I know. But we're going to the funeral in two weeks in California, so it'll be nice to be with family again. Because, like, I don't really see my siblings that often because mm-hmm. we all live so far. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't really see my cousins that often. So it'll be nice. It'll be good to be all together. That's great. So it's so sad. I know. It was I'm fine now, but it was kind of a hard day when I found out. But she's the best. Um, other life updates. We were actually in California for eight or nine days. We you were, were there for so long. Yeah, we were gone for a while. I was really bummed. I know. I, I thought we had to record like... in advance. But then we did. I <laughs> we record enough for him. <laughs> See, we like literally recorded like the night before I left for California. But we recorded the other two episodes like pretty far in advance. Right. But we're it... lonely wives, but we're also dumb lonely wives. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was super fun though. The weather was kind of absurd because there was that whole you know how like California's been flooding. Yeah. So we were there during. Um, part of, like, the cyclone that hit or whatever it was called. Oh, jeez. And, sorry, my chemist thing is, like, there we go. Um, the cyclone hit us while we were there for one of the days. I lived in California for 15 years, okay? I have never seen rainfall like this in the state of California ever. Like, it was like I was in the south. Like, it was just, like, torrential downpouring, buckets downpouring. Like, it was insane. So, I had to reschedule a couple of my shoots, and then one of the shoots, like, we just could not figure out a time that week that would work. So, I'm going back the first week of May, which I'm not sad about, but... May's going to be perfect weather. I know. I'm like, April showers, bring my flowers. But, yeah, it was insane, and then I had a wedding there, and a tornado hit LA. What? There was, like, a mini tornado that hit, um... What's it called? It's like Monte, Montebello or Montebello or something. Oh. It's like a suburb in LA. Mm-hmm. And it like wrecked like 17 buildings and ended up killing some people. Like it was like an actual tornado. Whoa. The day of the wedding. I'm like, Ooh. can we just have like good California weather for like two days? That's all we need. And then of course the day we drive out. It's, it's like beautiful. sunny and 70 and it was just stupid. That is so dumb. Those yeah. poor people that had to reschedule their shoots. I know. Luckily, the wedding, it was, like, fine. Like, the tornadoes in the morning, and, like, it was, like, good weather for the rest of the day. <laughs> but I'm like, that's so crazy. I've never even heard of a tornado in California. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of that either. Yeah. Huh. And then on Friday, we drove from Southern California to Vegas, and I put Christian on a plane back to Utah, and I picked up all my sisters at the airport. And we went to the Taylor Swift concert yes! on Saturday. I want to hear everything. Um, it was... Do all the spoilers, please. Perfection. Oh, of course. Like, she is so good at engaging a crowd. And, like, like she sang and performed for three hours and 15 minutes. Like, no breaks, no intermissions, nothing. And she performed 44 songs. Like, this woman is, like, an athlete, I feel like. Like, I can't even imagine. And she's doing this... Like, twice a week for the most part until the end of August. Like, I I really hope she doesn't get COVID or anything or, like, get sick or, like, has to cancel anything. 
because it was like the most magical night and like every song was just such a banger like it was so good and she like told us she's like everyone sing as long as loud as you can and so it's like all these women and a couple of men in this arena just like belting our hearts out and she performed so many good songs i do have some tea oh yes please okay so we all know how Taylor's re-releasing her songs, like Taylor's version. Yes. Because her old manager still owns the rights to Scooter, right? Yeah, Scooter Braun. Scooter. I know we hate him. He's also Stupid Justin name. Bieber's like former manager too. Oh. Yeah. That's T too. Yeah. So she, the only album she still has to release, um, in her Taylor's version is the Speak Now album, and so she only performed one song. From that album. And I think it was so that Scooter wasn't benefiting off of her still singing those songs. So she only sang one song from that album. And then the other album, she sang like four or five. Wow. So what song yeah. did she sing from that album? Um, She sang Enchanted. Oh, I love that one. Oh, it was so good. Did she have like a million costume changes too? Yes. Like she, I don't know how she did it, but she was changing so fast like through each like like transition like she would like run under the stage and come up on the other side like in a new outfit I'm like how are you doing this and like she was just so she's such a good person I can't stand it when people are like Taylor Swift is overrated I'm like no she works so hard and like of course I cried in the beginning when she like first came out because I was like I waited 10 hours for this moment but I was just so excited to like see it and like it's cool to see how far she's come, especially with all these, like, pop culture things that's happened to her. Cough, cough, Kanye West. Um, so it was just Ugh. really cool to see that. Wow. I know. It was cool to see her perform all of her albums, too. Because, like, a lot of people still like her country music. She performed that. A lot of people like her pop music. She did that. A lot of people like her, like, folklore evermore mm -hmm. COVID phase moody yeah <laughs> like she just is so good and such a good performer and all of her dancers were so good like I literally have nothing bad to say about it she could perform for like six hours and I would have eaten it all up like I just <laughs> I just love her I think she's awesome how was it going with your sisters it was fun we uh spent the day at the JW Marriott in Summerlin in Vegas Ooh, I know where that is. Yeah, it's super nice. And so we did the spa all day that morning. <gasps> oh. I know. <laughs> it was so nice. What did you get done? Um, so we went into, they have like a big just like room basically where you just kind of walk around and try different things. So they have like a hot tub, a cold plunge, a dry sauna, a steam room, a meditation room. They have a thing called deluge. Have you ever seen one of those? I have no idea what that is. So you basically stand under it. It looks like a big shower. And then you, like, turn on the water. And the water just comes, like, plummeting down on, like, your shoulders and your neck. And it's, like, super hard. Like, it's just, like, like you're basically getting waterboarded. But it, like, helps relax the muscles in your, like, shoulders and neck. Huh. So. Deluge. Yeah. So people were doing it. I think my sister did try it. And then, Yeah. It was just nice. We just got to walk around in robes. Some people walked around completely naked, and it was just like, okay. I love that confidence you have. I know. That's I inspired to be you. That sounds like a dream. Yeah. It was really nice. I always wanted to go to one of those places. Yeah. And then the drive home, because I dropped off my sisters that morning, and then I drove home with my little sister back to Utah. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was part mm -hmm. of the Pioneer Trek. What? I literally... So, from Vegas to Provo, it's normally, like, five, five and a half hour drive. Mm -hmm. Nine and a half hours. What? Because everyone and their dog from Utah went down to Vegas to see Taylor. Oh, the Taylors were. And then we all had to drive back up the same day. It was unbearable at times. And, like, we had to take so many side routes because people kept getting in accidents. And, like, they closed off the freeway at one point and said no more cars. And we just had to wait. Like, it was just so weird, and, like, I just feel like I made my pioneer ancestors proud with my trekkage to Utah. I'm sure they all wished that it was nine hours to get <laughs> from <laughs> in a car. 
Well, and then we hit, like, a blizzard on the way home in, like, Fillmore. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just so weird. And I'm sure you got stuck in the canyon. Yep. No, I didn't even go through the canyon. I had to go around the canyon. Because the the freeway was blocked off from Mesquite until St. George. So I had to go all the way from Mesquite all the way around... Like, around the whole... I didn't know that there was a road that did Around that. the gorge. That's what it's called. Oh, I call it... Okay, it's a 45-minute delay. Like, because you take this road all the way around. Sure. I literally was like, we're never going to get home. We should have left at 5 a.m. this morning. Because we left at, like, 10.30 a.m. Because I was like, we want to get a good night's sleep. No. No. Not Mistake. worth it. Yeah. Oh. That was my week. How was your week? Um, my week was not as grand as mm-hmm. yours. <laughs> um, baby and I caught strip. Oh. I don't know how. Did Nate not catch it? No. Oh, not at all. But he was our little nurse. That's good. So it was really nice. <laughs> You're like, just pamper me for the week. I know, but he had, he had, uh, midterms and exams to take, so he wasn't oh, able gotcha. to be there the whole time. Love that for you. Yeah, so, it's called balance. Yeah. Um, I'm also, you know, working at the same time and, you know, hanging out with Charlie who's screaming every 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. It was really, really tough. Yeah. And I was just thinking as I was trying to, like, calm him down, imagine if I had several more children and we all had strep. No. It'd be a nightmare. Nightmare. I I don't know how moms of, like, eight kids do it. Oh, I don't know either. Or, like, the stomach flu. No. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh. Because you think about it, it's like the last time I got that sick was when I was in school. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you have six children that are all at school. Oh, it's just bad. Wait, did you guys get COVID ever? Oh, yeah, we had COVID several times. Did you get really sick from that or no? Um, It was more like a cold to me. It wasn't oh, gotcha. bad and only lasted like a week or so. That's pretty good. With Nathan, he got a bad yeah we got it pretty bad like he, but he had like the pukey version oh yeah we never felt nauseous or anything that's lucky but like i was so sore that like i couldn't lift up my arms like it felt like i had just done like a full body workout it's terrible yeah remember when you brought me soup oh that yeah. was so nice of you get sick again i know well next time i didn't know you were sick i totally would have sent you something nah all the way from california send the sunshine well that would have been nice. Yeah. A little sunshine, I mean. I think the last snowfall is around the corner. Like I think you're right. I think we're... It's supposed to snow this week. Yeah. So I think it's going to snow this week, and it's going to snow next Tuesday. And then I think after that, we're, like, in the home we're run. We're in the home stretch. We might get yeah. a couple of, like, flurries, but not snowfall. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So that's exciting. Like, it's raining right now outside. Oh, it's supposed to snow Thursday, Friday, and then Tuesday of next week. Yeah, I think after... Let me... Sorry. Let me go back to this. I think after... Yeah, next Tuesday, I think it's just going to be warmer. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to really hit warm weather until, like, the second week of May, though. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it'll be, like, 50s, 60s. I'll take 50s, 60s, though, and some rain. Yeah. I love a rainy day. As long as it rains during the day and not nighttime. What? Well, because I have shoots. Oh, well, I can't reschedule. April, I literally have a shoot every day except for three days in the entire month. Whoa. Yeah. Actually, I take it back. Five days, because we're leaving for Oregon for Christian's best friend's wedding. How do you reschedule shoots like that? So, I normally don't work on Sundays, so that in case I do have to reschedule, I do Mm -hmm. have Sunday. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I'll do it before another shoot, or, I don't know, it just kind of works out every time. I try to keep two days a week open. Mm -hmm. So, like, right now, I have one day a week. And then normally Sunday as well. I don't really count Sunday as a work day, but yeah. I mean, if you have to, you have to. Yeah. It's kind of awesome that it just always works out. Yeah. I normally always try to keep two days available a week. So in case I do have to reschedule, Mm -hmm. we're a little flexible. But I feel like my clients are pretty understanding, like... Of the weather. Yeah. It's like, I can't control if it's raining. I can't control if it's snowing. And they don't want to do it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) If it's the weather, it's bad. Yeah. So I don't feel that bad, but... 
I am very booked for April. May's a little more calm. But well, that's good. Yeah. If I could get married again to Nathan, mm-hmm. I would get married in May, I think. That's when we got married. And it was perfect. It was a perfect month. Were you cold at our wedding? I don't remember. I was pregnant. Yeah. So I was enjoying. You looked so good, though. Yeah, that was when I was skinny pregnant. <laughs> Weren't you, like, really morning sick? I was. Dang. And I was so itty-bitty. It just looked like I had a little bit of a food baby. You had this tiny, tiny little, like... It was so cute. And I lost so much weight at the beginning of my pregnancy. Just from, like, throwing up? I, I never threw up when I was pregnant. Oh. I mean, we threw up, like, maybe once or twice at the end. Yeah. But I mostly just was, like, super nauseous. So I didn't eat anything because it was oh, nothing... Yeah. Everything sounded like garbage. Yeah. It's terrible. Dang. Yeah. I really liked your hair at my wedding. It was so beautiful, right? Like, the way you styled it, too, it just looked so good. Thank you. That's, like, one of my favorite photos of you. Of both of us? The one in front yeah. of your, your venue? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's so good. I love that picture. I just love weddings. Yeah, and I really liked your wedding. Your wedding so was fun. fabulous. It was a good time. Sorry for all of you who couldn't make it. <laughs> Or we're invited. So what we're going to do now is we're going <laughs> to talk about, let's do our um, two truths and a lie. Okay. You go first. Okay. Number one, I was afraid to use tampons until I was 18. Oh, dear. <laughs> Number two, I'm not afraid of the apocalypse. Okay. Number three, I was born with a hole in my heart. These are all so different. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the first one. I was afraid to use tampons until I was 18. Please tell me that's the lie. That's the truth. Oh, my. <laughs> What's the lie? Um, the second one, I'm not afraid of an apocalypse. So you were born with a hole in your heart. I was, yeah. That's. Did you have to have surgery? Um, it kind of just healed itself. Okay, yeah. It was, I don't know. I was a little bit early. Dang. I honestly don't really know what happened. I think I just kind of always held on to that fact. Yeah. Like, it's kind of cool girl. Yeah. It's cool not, girl, it's not pick me energy, but no, no, no. just a cool little fact. Yeah, it's just like, I'm, I'm a survivor. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I am, I am extremely afraid of the apocalypse. I gotcha. can't watch apocalypse movies, shows, Last of Us, forget about it. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't. I do like end of the world movies though. What? Oh, I, I did know. like a, a quiet, the quiet place. A quiet Ooh, place. that one was good. I did like that one. Did you watch Twenty Twelve with The Rock? No, <gasps> no. I love that. Or no, not Twenty Twelve. San Andreas Fault with The Rock. That's... Oh, still didn't see that one. Twenty Twelve was good, but it was really gruesome. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. I don't want to think about the fault. That's yeah. over here. Mm-hmm. That will murder. That will kill us all. That will murder us all. That will murder us on purpose. I know. I I've heard a lot of things like once Yellowstone erupts. Yes. We're dead. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay. I probably won't be in Utah, so that's comforting. It'll still get you. Yeah. Eventually. Like I think eventually <laughs> the whole world will kind of just collapse, because that ash is gonna spread. Crops mm-hmm. will die. Imports mm-hmm. will stop. Like, I think it'll just be like... Rah. Jesus better come soon. Yeah. That'd be great, actually. Yeah. I'll I, put in a good word with God. <laughs> That's why when I got here, they had all this... Um, we have all these cases of water from... Oh, yeah. From Costco. Costco. And I was like, what's what's going on there? <laughs> a little bit of food storage? It is. A little bit of fear? <laughs> okay, well, there's been, like, all this stuff with, like, people's water supply. Like, the Ohio train derailment thing. They don't have drinking water. Oh. And then there was a latex spill in the Philadelphia water supply. So they don't have drinking water. So I'm like, okay, all these things keep happening. We're just going to get water just to be safe. And, yeah. So this is our mini food storage. We should probably do that too. Yeah, I think it's smart. Because what if? Yeah. All of those things you literally can't control. Yeah, or like what if like, I don't know, something gets in our reservoir here in Utah. Like you just never know. Yeah, you don't. So we're just trying to be prepared, you know, just like our church leaders have said. And yeah. I did steal one of your water supplies. Yeah, if we do have to ration our water, it'll cost you 25 cents, so... Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, let's hear yours. Okay, mine is school edition. Ooh. 
Okay. Spicy. Yes. <laughs> um, I did choir until I was 14. Okay. Math was my favorite subject in school. Mm. And I played the flute in middle school band. Okay, that one's definitely true, because who hasn't, who didn't play the flute in middle school? I played the flute in middle school. It's a good instrument. It's a great instrument. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that one's true. Um, I think, I don't think math was your favorite subject. I think it was like, I don't know, geology, geography or something. <laughs> Maps. Maps. Yes. <laughs> Is that your final answer? I think final answer, that's a lie. Um, that's actually the truth. Wow, I love girl. math. I was going to be a, uh, actuary. What? Like, instead of doing photography when I first started with college. Uh-huh. And then I was like, eh, I don't know. You had to do a lot of stats, and I don't love stats. Yeah. But I, n- I never played the flute, ever. So, that was the lie. So you're the one... Yeah. Person. I did, did choir until I was 14. Well. My voice was my instrument. Who says you can't do both? Um, Las Flores Middle School. Las Flores Middle you, School, you, you better, better pick one. I. My mom played the flute, though. She, like, has, like, her flute from high school. Wow. That's dedication. Yeah. I think I threw mine away. You threw your instrument away? I really do. I think that's what happened to They're it. They're, like, expensive, though. No, this one was, like, from a ward member that we got for, like, a couple bucks. My mom's is in this, like, case, and you open it, and it's, like, blue velvet. Ooh. And it's, like, just sitting there, and it has, like, the cleaner and everything that you put it in, and... I always wanted one of the fancy ones. It's really nice. I wonder if she still has it, because it's really pretty. Wow. And it's, like, perfectly clean. Uh Uh-huh. It's just awesome. Does she know how to play it still? Um, I don't know. I bet she could probably play, like, a song. We gotta get your mom on this podcast. I have burning yeah. questions for her. I think a lot of people do. I love you, Annie's mom. <laughs> I have a lot of pop culture updates. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I love the juice. Um, okay. There is a certain movie star whose girlfriend is currently pregnant. His name... He can also be referred to as Harry Potter. What? Yeah. The actor Daniel Radcliffe, who plays Harry Potter, his girlfriend's pregnant. I'm like, if you don't name that child James or Albus or Dumbledore or Severus or Harry or Ron or Potter, you are a disgrace. (laughs) You are a disgrace. I'm like, you have the prime opportunity to come up with like the most magical name. It better be Rad- a boy. Radcliffe is a little bit, sounds a little magical to me. Like, it's not a regular regular name. No. It sounds very British. Yes, I agree. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity there. I, I promise you, though, that baby's going to come out and they're going to name it Star. Ew. Or something. No. Or, you know, something bizarre. What if he names it Hermione if it's a girl? Or Luna? That would be- Or Ginny? Oh, that'd be so cute. I know. Well, I'm like, you have to. Is his girlfriend famous, or is she just... Uh, I think she is famous. I don't know what she's famous for. But they've been together for ten years. I'm like, isn't that, like, common law marriage? Like, at that point? Yeah. So, I thought that was kind of interesting. I posted it on my story, because I was just, like, literally blown away that the Harry Potter is having a child. The chosen one. (laughs) So, I was just so excited. Speaking of Harry Potter, I forgot to tell you. Tonight we're renting out a theater, and so we've been watching all the Harry Potter movies with my friend Taylor, and we need to watch the last one, so we rented out a theater to surprise her, and we're watching the last one. You should come if you want. Part two? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, we're... That's the best one. Well, heartbreak, yes. I like number four the best, but... Really? This one's just, like, so epic. It is extremely epic. Yeah. So, we're, we're doing that tonight... She has no idea. She thinks she's just coming over here to watch it. Because that's what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm really excited. Wow. Um, and then the last pop culture update is there's a movie coming out called Asteroid City. Sorry. Let me read you this cast list. Let me grab it off Instagram. Is it Disney? Is it? No. Uh, let's see. Okay, okay, okay. The cast list includes... I'm just going to read people that I know from it. Okay. 
Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, um, Edward Norton, um, Maya Hawke, the girl that plays Robin in Stranger Things, Steve Carell, Matt Dillon, Willem Dafoe, Margot Robbie, and Jeff Goldblum. Like, it's absolutely stacked. Like, it's such a good cast. Um, it comes out in theaters in June, and they just released a trailer today. It looks so good. It, like, takes place in the 1950s. And I don't really know what the premise of the movie is, but they're, like, in a town where an asteroid hit. And it's kind of, like, the town's, like, fun little gimmick. Like, oh, we're Asteroid City. But then something weird happens with the government. And, like, they all get questioned. And there's something with aliens. Like, it just looks so good and so funny. Is it a comedy? I don't know. Huh. It's more like sci-fi, I feel like. Oh, okay, so like comedy serious? in there. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's serious though. Okay, I'm it's really kind of quirky. You should watch the trailer when we're done. Okay, it's I really good. Will. Did you hear that Selena Gomez has a new boyfriend? No. <laughs> Who is it? I can't believe I'm breaking this news to you. Um, Zayn Malik <gasps> is Malik. from One Direction. Yes. No. They are boyfriend no. and girlfriend. Stop! I'm fact checking. I don't believe you. <laughs> you you cannot believe me, but it's the truth. Selena goes Zane. <gasps> what? True or false? I don't know. I don't know. Um. Oh. Okay. Let's see. We'll go there. They were spotted kissing on a date. Well, you know that's good enough for me. Dang. Dang, I did not know that. I'm very happy for Selena. Me too. She deserves the world. She really does. I don't know if that's Zane. Personally. Yeah. But, um... But it's always fun just to date. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Throwback. Do you watch Only Murders in the Building? Have I asked yes. You? Okay, yeah. I'm so excited for season three. I'm so excited. When does that come? That comes out soon, right? I think it comes out, like, towards either the end of the summer or Thanksgiving. Ugh. Did, do you watch Ted Lasso? Um, no. You need to watch Ted Lasso. I know. Everyone's told me I need to watch Ted Lasso and Schitt's Creek. Yes, I both of those are great. Yeah. Schitt's Creek is a little bit hard to get through the first couple of episodes because you're like, what the F? These characters are so annoying. And then you're like, oh my gosh, these characters are so endearingly annoying. Okay. Ted Lasso is just a win. I mean, it's it's... It won so many awards. Yeah, it if, really did. Yeah, if you need my um, Apple TV login, I'm happy to give that to you. Oh, thank you. Of course. Do you watch Severance? I did watch Severance. Did you? No. We don't have Apple TV. But well, I that's just, your problem. Everyone that has Apple TV watches Severance. So I was just wondering. But. Severance is like, just like, what? Yeah, I've heard it plays with your mind a lot. It does. It's a little slow. It's okay. But I like the characters in it. I like a slow burn. Uh, it's very slow burn. I think that's literally, you know how on Netflix that it'll have like three adjectives yeah. for like the mm-hmm. the shows? I think that one is slow burn. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is a freaking slow burn. Like the last, it like builds up and then the last episode is where all the action happens. Dang. So I like a slow burn. Yeah. But um, I, is that all the pop culture that we yeah, have? That's all I had. Okay. Today, we are going to talk about Annie. Hello. Annie, for those of you that haven't caught on already, she is a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. She is a small business owner. Heck yeah. And she is the most excellent photographer. Oh, thank you. You're just gassing me up over I here. am, because I think you're really awesome. And thank so, you. I really wanted to have an episode where we, we talked about you mm-hmm. and talked about how you came to be what you are today, who you are today. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. So I have a, I have a bunch of questions, but I... I say, I have not heard these questions. Yes. So these will be yeah. authentic answers. So this is um, going to be interview style, okay. um, and I, I already know a lot about you and about the process that you've kind of been through, mm-hmm. um, but I kind of want to just, like, start at the beginning, and we, we don't have a ton of time today, but... We're going to fit in as much as we can in just a short time. Okay, okay, okay. Um, why did you choose photography in the first place? Um, that's a great question. I think I just 
Well, we kind of grew up in like the social media age of Instagram, like when that was first a thing. And I really like that you could take a picture and edit it on the app. And then I think it just kind of evolved into me getting like, oh, my first like point and shoot camera and then I'll put it in Instagram and edit it. And then Visco came out and then mm. that kind of evolved. And mm -hmm. then I got a better camera and then it just kind of started snowballing into like, oh, I really like taking pictures and I really like editing them. I really love editing. So it just kind of kept going. And then my sister Tiersha was actually the one that was like, you should like do this for your business. Like you could have a whole side hustle while you go to college and that could help like pay some of your bills and like housing and all that. So I had my first family shoot in 2018. I think I charged them, I want to say $25, maybe $50. Like it was really minimal. And there's still some of my favorite photos like to the state. Like I've always tried to like be as close to like true to color as possible. Um, and then it just kind of kept going. Shot my first wedding in 2019. And then when COVID happened, it shifted a lot to like elopements, which was fun. And then I kind of started getting back into like normal weddings, LDS weddings. And then, yeah, I just, once I started making enough money where I didn't have to work my call center job at doTERRA, oh, which was the worst, um, I quit, and then I just went full-time with photography. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of years and, like, effort that you just, like, squeezed into, like, one sentence. Yeah. How did you get started in actually making this a real business? Because, obviously, like, you probably had a couple, like, I know you took pictures of, like, Nathan and I, mm -hmm. like, not not for, like, our wedding or anything like that. It was just, like... Just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. I know you took pictures of, like, your family for fun. Yeah. How did you kind of, like, get that started into an actual business? Did it kind of just fall into your lap? Um, no, I'd say, like, social media was probably the biggest thing. Like, I had a Facebook business page. I opened it in 2018 because I was like, I want to market this to families. So I would just post like two or three photos from each family session I would do. And then I worked a lot with like people, like my older sister, for example, she would ask families in her area in South Carolina if they wanted photos. So like when I would go there for Thanksgiving, I'd do their photos. And then I had a couple people here in Utah that wanted photos just done for like kind of cheap just to have them. So it kind of just like kept growing once I like, I'd post something maybe get a new client, post more, like, I just feel like you have to post, 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 post so much. Because, like, right now I try to post every single day. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, like, just in the last month I've gained 1,800 followers. And I think Holy that's cow. really just from posting every single day. Social media is a full-time job. Yeah. I don't know how influencers do it. Like, I do one post and I'm like, whew, I'm done. <laughs> that right. was a lot. And you already created the content, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And a lot of these influencers, like, they push content and reels out multiple times a day. Yeah. All day. Which, kudos to them. Um, they all have, like, brand deals. You don't have a brand deal. You're just trying to promote your... Yeah. Do you have any brand deals? Well, kind of. I had one with, like, a printing company for a little bit. Um, it didn't really go anywhere, though. Hmm. Like, I think they were kind of newer, so they were trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've had a couple other random ones reach out to me, but I haven't really said yes to them. Mm -hmm. Just because I feel like it doesn't really apply to my business. Mm. Like, it'll be, like, really random things that I'm like, my clients could care less about this stuff. Right. So, I try to only do stuff that would help my clients. So, you've also partnered with other photographers and videographers, right? Mm-hmm. How did you make that kind of a decision to partner with other people? Um, well, a lot of times it's like wedding days where the bride will hire like me and the videographer. Um, but then other times I shoot a wedding and I have to bring like an associate with me. So I have like two to three girls that I can rely on that I know will do a good job. And I've met them either through like workshops I've done or a wedding that we've shot together where, like, the bride hired us both or, like, stuff like that. 
Um, but like, yeah, like one of my really good friends, she was a videographer at a wedding we did back in 2020. Um, and she's recently started transitioning to photo in the last year. And so she comes with me to a lot of weddings, which is so nice because weddings are so long when it's just you. One person. Yeah. yeah. Especially like LDS weddings. Like, no offense, but like receptions get really boring at LDS weddings. Yeah. So it's nice to have someone for sure. You can only take so many pictures of people sitting at a table. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're, like, eating, too. It's like, okay, can you, like, put down the hot dog for, like, two seconds? <laughs> Smile. I just need to get a photo of you. <laughs> but, yeah. That's so funny. Okay, I want to go back to social media really quick because I, I really admire the way that you've used social media to promote your business. Because, mm-hmm. like I was saying earlier, like, that's a full-time job to be able to figure out how to use social media and then use the leads that you get and turn them into you know like clients like true clients yeah and you have to sift through a lot of nonsense yeah so how explain to us your your process of using social media figuring out the best like I mean timing frequency of posts what you put into Mm -hmm. the caption and, and like how you filter through all the nonsense yeah um I think a lot of my clients have told me that my Instagram is just very relaxed like I post a lot of pop culture stuff on my Instagram I post funny stories on my Instagram like I don't really try to put oh this is all I can post on here like only business related when it comes to like me so I try to just like share like normal stuff throughout my day and then I feel like a lot of my clients interact with that like when I post about Harry Potter and his girlfriend getting pregnant I had, like, 20 messages being like, oh, my gosh, you should name him this, or this should happen, and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just fun to connect with people on stuff that's, like, not your business. Because, mm-hmm. like, my business isn't my life. Like, I feel like it's a very separate thing. And it's just fun to show the normal side of my life and things I actually like to do. So I feel like my clients can get to know me better. And then you go on my website, and, of course, it's, like, all professional, all business. And when I deal with my clients, like, over email, over phone calls, in person, like, it's all professional. But it's, like, I just try to have fun with my Instagram. And I feel like the posts that do the best are posts where, I like, I explain what happened in the shoot or what I'm doing that day. Or just, like, like no one likes the post where it's, like, sunshine at the beach. Heart. <laughs> it's, like, okay, I can't interact with that. Right. So I try to just, like, talk about whatever in my posts and then... If people comment, great. And then normally with, like, messages and stuff, I don't know what it is, but recently I've been getting, like, a flood of messages from, like, virtual assistants, social media managers, like, all these people being like, hey, girl, if you ever need help, you're, or it always says, hey, girl, your feed looks amazing. I love your photos. If you ever need help with your Pinterest or your social media, let me know. And I'm like, that's so kind of you, but if I needed someone, like, I would post on my story looking for this. So, I leave a lot of people on red when they send me messages like that. Because I'm just like, I don't really care. So, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. And, and you're, like I said, you're doing incredible at managing yeah. your Instagram and making it beautiful. And I think that you really have unlocked the perfect algorithm. Because, okay. like, I always see, like, yeah, you're popping off. Mm-hmm. You make reels and your posts are beautiful, and you put all of those tags on the bottom of mm-hmm. your things, and I just think... Social media, hashtags are, like, the greatest tool. Really? Like, they really are, like, a secret, I feel like. Like, I've gotten so many out-of-state clients just from putting, like, hashtag California photographer, hashtag Texas photographer. Like, you just have to, like, put that because you'll pop up when people search for it. What is that called? Isn't there a name for that, like, in marketing? Uh, I'm sure there is. I I think I think that's really important to know if you're starting a small business and you're posting on on social media to use those hashtags. Yeah. Because in your in your in your caption, every single post isn't gonna say California photographer. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, like trigger those those yeah. search things. Like I also put like Disney World wedding photographer, mm. Disneyland photographer, and I've gotten a lot of Disney inquiries, which has been cool. Right. How long so. did it take for you to kind of figure out the rhythm of of your of your business? Um probably I probably wasn't really going going until 2021. 
I feel like that's when, like, I invested in a thing called HoneyBook. It basically tracks all of my clients, like, their inquiry, they pay their deposit, they sign their contract, now I'm planning, now I'm editing, now I've sent them. Like, Mm -hmm. it tracks all of that, and it's super nice. So I feel like once I got that, and I got my taxes down, then I was, like, Rolling. rolling. Wow. I hate taxes. Yeah... I think we should have fought a little harder in the Boston Tea Party to eliminate all taxes, but that's just me. <laughs> At least small business taxes. Yeah, that's that's really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next question. You're like a modern day, like, Diane Sawyer. Really? Yeah. R.I.P. Like, she's still alive. No, she just passed away. Diane Sawyer? She just did an interview with Jeremy Renner. No... Who just passed away? Someone just passed oh, away. Oh, I know who you're talking about. The older lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is her name? Are you looking it up? I Fact am. check. I'm like, what is her name? It's uh, like journalist, reporter. I'm like, Diane Sawyer is not dead. She's just Barbara old. Walters. Yeah. I love Barbara Walters. She I was, was thinking that they were the same person, but they're not. Yeah, no. You are a modern-day Barbara Walters. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. Okay, so as far... We, we kind of touched on this a little bit as far as, like, your editing style and how you kind of found what kind of photographer you're going to be. Mm-hmm. How did you kind of stay true to what you're doing mm-hmm. while... I, I mean, ever since you said you started in, like, 2018. Yeah. Ever since, like, in, in the years between 2018 and now, there have been so many, like, style changes mm-hmm. in, in, like, photography, the, the editing. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, super moody, like... Like the orange. Yes. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Um, that was really popular, and I thought that's what I wanted for a long time, and then once that started to fade, and then I would look at your page, and I'm like, why would I want to do anything else other than what you do which like you said it's true to color it's beautiful how did you like stay true to that and not get swayed by the trends um I think when it first started I didn't know how to edit like the trends so Mm. I was like I just won't even like try to dive into that Mm. and I feel like now like in the five years I've done photography I've seen trends come and go so fast Mm. that it's like I'm not even gonna try to go and do a trend or make my work trendy because it's just going to change in six months. Right. Like, blurry photos weren't a thing six months ago. Like, if you Mm, think about it. Like, it was just very, like, stylized shoot still, but they weren't blurry. And I feel like a lot of photographers are doing that, which is, I think it's fine, but I don't want my clients booking me for, like, next October 2024 like, seeing blurry images, and they're like, okay, that's what we're going to get, and then blurry images are out of, like, style, and then, you know? Right. So I just try to keep it very consistent so that people that book me two years in advance know that they're going to get the same exact stuff I would have done now. hmm So it just makes it a lot easier of working with clients to just keep it all the same. Right. Do you ever get people asking you for those kinds of things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, every now and then I get clients that want blurry photos or, like, they want grain. And, like, I'm happy to do that for them. Like, it's not like I'm, like, you're terrorizing my business and tearing it down. (laughs) Like, I'll do that for them. But I normally don't do it unless they ask. Right, right. So. You don't just, like, offer it. (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like a lot of my clients kind of know I don't do blurry photos because I never post them. Mm -hmm. So they kind of know what they're getting when they book with me. Do you feel like sometimes that you have a monopoly on the market? Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like you're very unique in... Like in, editing and stuff? Yes. Editing and like what um, you do. I don't know if I'd say monopoly because there's so many photographers in Utah and I feel like there's so many people that also edit true to color. I don't know. Like I honestly feel like I have imposter syndrome more of the time just because... There's so many good people out there, but I feel like I have a good system of like getting clients, being consistent with that. Um, but like I do lose out on like hundreds of clients every year to other photographers. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say monopoly, but I have a good base of where I'm at. How do you not get overwhelmed? 
Um, that's a great question. We, uh, uh, I do get overwhelmed. I do, I get very overwhelmed, especially in the summer. Normally, like, July, I hit my breaking point, and then I buy a ton of new camera stuff. Mm. Like, new camera, new lens, everything. I don't know why, but it's just, like, every July. Um, but even just, like, I get stressed out thinking this person's put so much trust in me to capture their wedding. Like, and I feel so much guilt if the pictures aren't 100% perfect to my standard. So, like, I do go over and, like, re-edit things multiple times. I edit in a pitch black room, like, for wedding photos so that I can get the coloring perfect. Like, it's just very, like, I want to make sure you feel like you're getting your money's worth. Because they are paying, like, thousands of dollars for these photos. And I want to make sure that they feel like they're getting thousands of dollars worth in photos. Mm -hmm. Not just, like, I don't know, crappy photos. But I feel like most of my clients have, like, loved their photos. Like, I can't really think of anyone that's been like, um, you ruined our wedding day. I don't think I've had anyone like that. I hope not. Even if, like, I've had people be like, can you re-edit this picture and take out this or put more green in this or take out the yellow? And, like, that's fine. Like, I don't really care. But I haven't really had anyone that's like, um, this entire, well, I did have one bride. <laughs> but that's another story. Do you want to talk about that or not really? Um, she just didn't like how I made things look warm in her photos. It was, let me just tell you, this wedding was, I think it was 20 degrees outside. And it was like sleeting. So like there was rain and snow. Mm-hmm. And I made her face look like warm. Like I didn't make the photo like orange. But I just made sure everyone's skin tone wasn't pink or red. I made sure like it was all even. Like, it was very pretty. And when I sent it to her, she was like, I just don't like how warm we look. Like, I feel like it should match the weather. So then I just took the temperature and went all the way down and she loved it. So, huh. Yeah, I was like, it's kind of sad because, like, you've lost all, like, the blush in your face and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Just her preference. The client's always right, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, though. So, what would be your tips for someone who is trying to get into the photography world as a small business owner? Um, I would say post a lot, take pictures of everything, um, go to workshops and just like take pictures of the models there. Like that's super helpful. I wish I did that. Um, try to think what else. Try to invest in your business before people invest in you. Mm. So like try to go to workshops, try to do, like, video courses or, like, YouTube courses. Like, just try to learn as much as you can. And don't start charging people with, like, $1,000. Like, you need to start really small and just kind of build on your experience. Just with any other job. Wow. Any other, you know, tips for people who maybe are getting overwhelmed and feel... Like, they can't do it? Um, I would say have a good system for your editing process. So, like, something for me that really stressed me out was culling. It's basically when you get back home from the wedding and you plug in the SD card and you have to go through all the pictures and choose which ones to keep. I get super overwhelmed with that. So, I got a program called Photo Mechanic. And basically, you can just go through and, like, sort through them a lot faster because there's no lag. Because normally when you do it on Lightroom, the photos lag in between each one. Oh. And when you take, like, 4,000 photos at a wedding, it takes, like, eight, nine hours to go through all of them. What? And, like, I would just, like, cry at my computer. So I would say, like, whatever is your weak point in photography, look into outsourcing it or getting something to help you with that. Mm. Like, I outsourced my social media last year for a little bit because I felt like I couldn't do it. I have outsource like shooting like I've had people go shoot for me I don't do that anymore but like I did at one point when I was really struggling so it's just like you can outsource what you need you can use your resources don't be afraid to spend a lot of money to like get your business going like I most cameras are above two grand so each time you upgrade it's it's a big investment Mm -hmm. um and I would just say once you have enough money to cover what you need to live you need to quit your job and just go full time 
and use that to allow you to like, it's like a push. Like you need to make more money if you want to have a nicer lifestyle. And that's what I did. Like I was only making like $500 a month when I went full time just because I was like, I need this push to really get going mm-hmm. to like go full time, get more money, get more clients. Like you just kind of, you need to motivate yourself with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So what are your plans for the future for your business? Um, well, right now I'm booked out till October 2024. Holy. So I, I'm not like booked out, out, but like I have a wedding then and a couple others in like September and April. Um, I don't really see kids anytime in our future. So I think I'm just going to keep shooting and then just kind of, once we start wanting to try to have kids, I'll probably stop booking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully Christian's making enough money that we can just kind of. Like, we don't need to rely on my money. Because mm-hmm. right now, I'm, like, the sole income of us. Which right. is fine, but I don't want to be that forever. No. Um, so I think once we get to a point where we want to start trying to have kids, I'll probably stop booking. And then once I kind of get the hang of the whole mom thing, you know, for the most part, I'll do, like... No, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do, like, maybe one wedding a month. Like, and that would be, like... Almost like a fun thing, like a fun outlet for you and like a side hustle at that point rather than yeah. a stressful full time. Yeah. And I would probably just do like travel weddings, just like oh, weddings yeah. that excite me. Yes. So. And then you get to be really picky. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's going to be really exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, sweet. Those are all the questions that I have. I'm sure I could come up with, with more, but I think yeah. that was a really good. That was awesome. That was a good little deep dive. Yeah. Into th- this thing that you love. Yeah. It's a good little business. I always tell people they should go for it if they're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So, And Utah is a great market if you live in Utah. Like, there's always people getting married here, so. Yeah, I feel like even though there are a lot of photographers around here, mm-hmm. there are also a lot of people that need their pictures taken. Yeah. So. For sure. It evens out. Yeah, and there's so much, like, scenery here. Right. Like, you could get sand dunes, you could get mountains, you could get lakes, you could get pine trees. Right. Like, it's just, everything is here, besides wow. the beach. Well, yeah. you're going to pretend on Utah Lake. I did last night. <laughs> I literally went there last night and kind of had a little beach shoot, so. Nice. It was yeah. freezing cold. It was frigid. Mm. Like, my ears hurt after. It was so mm. cold. But, anyhow. Jeez. That well, was a great episode. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Well, we will catch you guys next week. Maybe. <laughs> just kidding (laughs) hopefully (laughs) we love you thank you so much for listening don't forget to rate and review it makes a huge difference on getting the word out Mm -hmm. and um we love you guys and have a great day bye my darling i love you i love you